Thank you for joining us at uh, Beerfish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. This episode is brought to you by Kelowna Brewing Company. If you live in Eastern Iowa, make sure to swing by Kelowna Brewing Company's tap room. Amazing food and amazing craft beer. If you live in Central Iowa or in the Midwest, swing by your local supermarket and see if they carry the Kelowna Brewing Company line of beer. And also swing by your local restaurants, local bars, see if they have Kelowna Brewing Companies on tap. If not, make sure you guys request it. You, I kid you not, you won't regret that. Other than that, enjoy this episode, guys. And I'm going to try this kit, so FYI, uh, wish me luck. With that, seltzer? Yes, sir. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we do. Seltzer with ice? Uh, it's like a margarita salsa thing, so I figured. Oh, it, man. Speaking yeah. of margaritas, I had a margarita last night, and I don't know. I, I don't think I sit right with margaritas because, it, it, like, it hit me hard, but not in a drunk kind of way, but, like, made me feel weird. Like, my body felt weird. It happened last time, too. I had a margarita, but it didn't hit me as hard as this one. I turned super red. Uh, it was weird. I don't know. I, I think I had some kind of reaction to it or something. Because I only drank half a margarita, and you know it hit me hard. Not like uh, not like I was drunk. Hit me hard, <laughs> but like I had some kind of reaction or something. All weird. right, ladies, there you guys go. You guys want to take advantage of fishing kit? All you need to do is get them some margaritas. So yeah, to maybe drive me to the hospital afterwards too. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Grandy with Mop Pop Fishing. We got uh, allergic to margarita kit over here. All right. Cheers to uh, fishing kit. I- I'm not drinking a beer today because uh, as I was talking to a fishing kit, <clears throat> we'll explain why I'm not drinking a beer today uh, due to my trip uh, to Denver. And we'll-, we'll-, we'll get into the gist of it. So cheers. What do you got, man? I'm drinking a seltzer, obviously. What kind of seltzer? margarita seltzer it's like a margarita i think i don't know I don't know. oh yeah that's why i brought up the margarita thing because it hit me i don't know it hit me weird yesterday but anyways i have a Kelowna brewing company beer it is the sheer madness a dark wheat american ale i never i don't think i've ever had this before it is Hmm. the middle of summer and i'm drinking a dark beer nothing wrong with that cheers man cheers cheers mr gout there we go. Yep, he just broke the news, guys. Um, I got gout. Uh, I went to Denver, and um, we'll jump into it. F it, man. Uh, I ended up getting gout on my first day there in Denver. Uh, I didn't. It wasn't even me splurging in Denver. It was technically because it was my birthday week, and I think I splurged before. So I think that added to the compounding events of me getting my first gout attack in my whole life. It is. I think it's. Um, Hereditary. Uh, my father had it. My grandfather had it. Uh, Forty-two odd years. I, I've dodged the bullet, and it caught up to me when I was with my brother-in-law drinking a couple beers. Uh, when I, you know, when we, when I got there in Denver, and then I was like, "Ooh, my foot hurts." I think, I think it might be something. I think I sprained my foot. It's one of those things. And my brother-in-law said, "Yeah, yeah, you might have sprained it. Here's another beer for you." And then next thing you know, a couple beers in, he looked at my foot. Ooh. 
that might be gout. So um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to my brother-in-law Kim. Uh, thank you, sir. It was officially gout, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he would know. He would know. He would know. He's the gout. So all my in-laws have gout too. So if you guys are wondering, every single one of my brother-in-laws have gout. Uh, they saw it and they're like, "Yep." Welcome to the, it was like a real welcome to the family, like that you're the true gout man now. So I was like, I was part of them now. I was limping all day. Uh, I didn't hit no breweries. I didn't get a chance uh, to, to, to fly fish. That was my goal. I was actually going to Denver. I was like, I took my fly rod. I was super excited. I was like, all right, I'm just going to sneak out a little bit and, and see if I can fly fish. And that shit didn't happen because I couldn't even walk for literally five days, guys. So and gout when you know because my wife asked me because I, I had back issues before and she's like so how's this versus uh your back pain i was like man this is it's it's one of those things where man i don't know if i'd even wish it on my worst enemy it's pretty rough kit i mean i was it's it like it i mean granted is the pain pain is is horrendous it sucks and it's it's not deadly but f- damn it i freaking felt like just chop off my foot at times it was one of those times so uh, explain what gout is for those people that don't know. So for people who don't know, what gout is, it's a increase of your uric acid intake. Well, because your body secretes it, I believe, I think it's your kidneys, uh, filters the uric acid and, you know, gets rid of it and all that stuff. Uh, when you get to a certain, I, get, I don't know, it, it's everything, everything from hereditary, you inherit it. <laughs> from your parents and then uh on top of that you know as as it goes into your joints if you don't excrete the uh uric acid it becomes like crystals and everything from hydration to uh the foods you eat to everything compounds and then obviously weight it's just everything it's a compound of everything if you eat if you eat like what what do they call it i think it's like the king's disease is it the king's Something. Yeah, they call it like the, the king's disease. It means you're eating and drinking too good, Gords. Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I, I'll be, I'll be f- upfront with everybody. Like, I'm not denying it. My wife, you know, she, she's shout out to her. She don't listen to this shit anyways, but uh, she spoiled the crap out of me, guys. It was like my birthday week. She, she made some of the most amazing beef dishes. So I had Bumboway. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. It's a, a beef entrenched soup. So it was real hardcore. And then I had steaks. My, my sister made lamb chops for me and then we went there and i had in and out and i you know denver and then i had more cooking from my in-law parents more beef and then once you get compound all that and then i had beer obviously my birthday week i was i was consuming some good beverages uh alcohol is not a good thing uh in regards to gout especially beer so you guys know this is beer fish fanatics we're not we're not changing it damn it all right because my brother-in-law said we might have to change it to sff seltzer fish fanatics that shit ain't happening fyi i don't care if i get gout from drinking a beer doing this podcast i will suck it up for all our listeners kit uh i'll be able to drink beer i don't know about you i mean yeah. We'll see if you, next time you get a gout attack. We'll we'll, we'll see because uh, I I'm not gonna do the beer. I'm, I'm waiting until it's a hundred percent. Seltzers, I don't know either. We're gonna see right now. This is my first time actually having a uh, alcoholic beverage. With I mean, it's 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 about ninety percent healed now. I want to say uh, just so everybody knows. So I, I've been taking a lot of stuff, you know, ibuprofen, all that stuff to help though with the inflammation. Because like I said, the uric acid buildup it gets crystals inside your joints, makes it swollen. Most of the times in your foot it starts with, and you can't walk. It's it's pure pain. 
uh, pure pain until the inflammation goes down until you secrete the uh, uric acid. So until your body kind of uh, filters it through, uh, you're going to have that pain until until that happens. So I'm, I'm trying some holistic things. I'm trying some... Uh, I'm going to have to watch my diet, I, you know, in moderation. I think that's the biggest key is moderation. I mean, I, I overindulge for sure. So, it, And it's one of those things, like I said, 42-odd years, it finally caught up to me, and then it, it ruined my, my whole trip. I didn't get a fish. I didn't, I didn't even get to go to any of the local breweries. I didn't get to do anything because I was literally stuck on the couch on a bed, and I had to elevate my foot. I mean, I really – it, it's it's that it's like trying to walk on a football. Imagine your foot's a football and trying to walk on it, and it's painful as shit. That's and it's sharp pain, throbbing pain. You can't sleep because it feels like somebody's stabbing on, on your foot, and then you're trying to drink as much water as possible. So this is a crazy thing. You're trying to drink as much water to hydrate to flush that shit out. Then when you have to go to the bathroom at night and your foot's a freaking football, imagine trying to walk like that. That sucks, dude. Exactly. And then I got kids. I got I got a kid that you know, a baby that's two years old, and then you know, I was crying to hell. Oh my god, it was hectic. So, yeah, it was fun times, guys. But I, I, it was a fun time, fun trip, except for that shit. So I mean, and I didn't get a fish. So go figure, man. Uh, but yeah, so stay tuned, guys. I mean, you guys are gonna go on this uh, gout journey with uh, mop pot fishing. It's gonna be interesting for sure. Well, I think, like I said, my my diet's changing. I might have to at least moderate my craft beer consumption so we'll see how it goes man man my like ever since you got gout my toes and feet have been tingling man it's like trying to give me a a sign like you better need you better chill out with the drinking and the and the was it beef mainly that, that causes it for some pe- most people? Any red meat, even shellfish. Shellfish is even just as bad too. It says, uh, what, "What's that word? Purines? Purines? Is that how you pronounce it? Purines? Purines? Like I have no idea. I don't. know. I think it's like impurities. Like the foods are just high in the purine. I think it's purines. I think that's the word. P u r i n e s. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that shit right. Sorry, I'm not a doctor. But shellfish, so lobster, crab, which I love, shrimp. Uh, oysters, horrible, horrible for gout people too. Uh, craft beer and red meat, pork. They say is a little bit better. It's still, it still can be bad. But chicken is probably going to be my high protein intake from now on. Eggs and protein. Uh, what about gonna, fish? Fish is good. Certain fish, <laughs> like as long as it's not shellfish. You know what I mean? Right. So I, th- I think well, I should be okay. Shellfish isn't fish. Yeah, that's. It's just a different. Yeah. That's very true. So fish should be okay. So fish, chicken will probably be my uh, more. You know what? That just means I got a fish market. Just tell <laughs> that to the wife. That's all I can eat, guys. So I mean, you know, I got to say, you know what? I, I'm literally, you know, fishing for my life now because yeah. I got to avoid the goutness. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Nice. There tell the is. wife, like, hey, I gotta, I gotta go fishing more. I can't be eating all these beef. Yeah, and it's walking exercise to help help in regards to you know maintain the the burning of uh, of the uh, uric acid. There you go, man. I like that shit. Yeah. So everybody, listen. If you got gout, or you want to get gout, <laughs> no, you don't want to get gout. But there you guys go. More chances for you guys to get out there and fish. A reason you got to eat more fish. Um, and since you're gonna be fishing more, you might as well just get a boat. Here we and go. And you again. can take the family with you. I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that, guys. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see because uh, I still got – before I can even contemplate that, I would have to move the kayak. I mean because after this trip uh, – I took the kayak a couple of times out before I went on a trip, but 
I think after this, it's so hard. I'm getting old. My back, I have a bad back. That's just like, golly, the girls didn't even really like the kayak. They're not even excited. When I talk about a boat, yeah, they get excited. So I think I can, uh, I can possibly sell the boss lady. So, but before that, I got to move the kayak first. So I'll be looking to possibly, you know, sell that and we'll see. We'll see what I can do. And then it might not be this year, but possibly for next year, Kit. There we go. Mm. Robo tape. Um, other than that, I think the last uh, episode or two, I think Fishing Kit was going on a trip too. So uh, I wanted to talk to him a little bit about that. I know you were going up, I think up north, northeast-ish, right? Kind of. Wisconsin. That's northeast, right? Yes. There you go. Yes. Wisconsin. All right, man. So how, how we was... didn't have to be secretive about Wisconsin. All right. That's true. Well, you know, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know the uh, the rules up there. They're like, stop telling all the five people to come up here guys <laughs> so how was your trip to wisconsin i think you were meeting up with scott and everything um how did it go how was the fishing what'd you do man um yeah i went up to meet up the drastics plastics crew scott and and the other staff guys pro staff it sounds so weird saying that like, i don't consider myself pro staff I don't go around saying that. Yeah, I pro staff for Drastic Plastic. It just sounds weird. What is the definition of pro staff? We we probably should know something like that. I, I don't even know either. But what is the definition of a pro staff? Do you know? Promotional staff. You just promote oh. promote their product. Makes sense. There you go. Know, some people, <laughs> some people embrace that title. I don't know. I think it just feels weird calling myself a pro staff or anything <laughs> i guess you could say a pro staff for like sake fishing and stuff yeah i think you're listed on his website as pro staff guy <laughs> that just sounds weird it's all right hey that just means you're a uh, not just promote i thought i always thought you're prof professional staff i thought that's what it meant i think you, your promotional staff i think that makes way more sense now yeah promotional shows, staff yeah shows my iq dig it but yeah i always i was like man you're a professional staff fisherman awesome i always thought that for some <laughs> stupid reason i can't be the only one man other people probably thought that too maybe maybe not but yeah but anyways back to the outing i just met up a few of those guys scott he's the owner of drastic plastics he he puts a couple get togethers every year for for the gang i'll call it the gang instead of the staff the pro staff <laughs> All right. Um, this was the open water. We um, stayed stayed uh, across from some trout streams that I used to fish at a few years ago. It's uh, right off of the Mississippi on the other side of uh, across from Iowa, like mm -hmm. just basically right across the Mississippi. Um, so that was a pretty easy drive for me to make. And uh, granted, I was having plans of fishing for not bass, and I ended up bass fishing when i got up there i was like hey you know scott said you guys you just you know do your own thing whatever or you just come hang out with us i was i just told him you know i'm down for whatever i'm just here for the ride pretty much mm -hmm. and i just hopped on his boat he sh i went frogging for the first time throwing a frog oh, nice. on okay. lily pa lily pads and thick thick grass in the mississippi pool um scott showed me how to catch bass bowfin pike and when I say show me, he caught all the fish, and I was just <laughs> in the back of the boat like, man, maybe bass fishing ain't that easy. <laughs> the green and, carp. It, it, and when he was catching 
the pike and both and i'm like man that's some cool fish man i wish i was catching stuff that stuff he's like oh no no no, no. we hate these things blah blah like <laughs> i don't care you might hate them but i think they're cool fish they're cooler than bass but i have i have a better understanding of these bass guys now since i gotta hang out with them for a weekend <laughs> they're pretty cool dudes i mean they're well at least these group of guys are just like any other Dudes that I would know, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, man, uh, so you, I don't know. You struggled then, huh? Oh, hell yeah, I struggled. At first, I never f- went frog fishing before, and um, I don't really boat fish much. So, all this was pretty dang new to me. Gotcha. And, uh, and, and the setups he was using, like medium heavy, 60-pound braid, 65-pound braid, like, damn, but... It makes sense because the stuff that we were fishing, the lily pads mm-hmm. uh, and the grass was so thick and the water was shallow. We were probably fishing in two feet of water. And these pools, the lily pads, it probably went on for like a mile, Jeez. like way back, way back into the bay. It's uh, The water was kind of low, I think, but the water dropped and you can see how far it would normally go back. And it was just covered in lily pads everywhere. And wow. you just tear stuff. You just hear all this activity in life, fish like fish blowing up on top, seeing schools of bait go by, seeing seeing a bunch of dragonflies. There's dragonflies everywhere. And I guess that's one of the the uh key things to look out for if you're gonna go frogging for bass is hmm. dragonflies. Why is that? Bass try to eat them. Hmm. Okay. So just keep an eye out for dragonflies, huh? Mm-hmm. I hooked up a few times, but I I never I never boated a legal bass because we did we did a little fishing derby. Okay, that's another thing I never done before. Uh, that was pretty fun, even though I didn't catch a damn fish and and we didn't win because uh, I was not clutch. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, I I never heard that from fishing kit before. You're always clutch at the end, guy. What happened? I don't know bass fishing is weird, and Scott's like, "See, I, you know, I'll invite anybody out. You know, if they say bass fishing is easy, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I was just like, <laughs> bass fishing in this area is not easy. <laughs> there There's go. a pool in the Mississippi, but yeah, I, I got my ass kicked. Interesting. You think did it did a uh, did it make you want to bass fish more? What do you think? I'll go bass fishing with other people, but I'm. I'm not. I didn't run home and start buying a whole bunch of frogs and <laughs> and you know I'm not gonna start bass fishing. Like yeah, I want a bass boat now. But anyway, yeah, it was fun. It was it was a learning experience for sure. Maybe I'll get into bass fishing once or twice a year, just for the trips. Yeah, just for the trips. Yeah, I mean no. it 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 also helped. You know, it didn't hurt that I got to hop on Scott's boat. He's got a pretty badass boat. We went over 70 miles per hour. It sounds ridiculous because it is. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the – so technically boats, I mean, uh, lakes like that or, you know, bodies of water, there's no speed limit, is there? Um, Certain areas, there's a no wake. Yeah. I mean, besides that, if, if this is – if no wake, we understand that. But if there's no signs of that, and there's go ahead, go at it. Yeah. Is it technically wide open? Go as fast as you want. Interesting. Okay. 
I think we hit 73, either 73 or 78. Jeez. Was it the fastest one? We it sounds crazy, but if you looked at the picture I posted, my neck was like flapping back here. I mean, I, I mean, I might be a little nervous going down. Oh, I was hella night. nervous. Okay, I, I mean, I, hey, I, <laughs> I used to be a daredevil back in the day. I think the age has caught up to me, man. Because sometimes I look at the kids doing like roller coasters and stuff, and like, uh, I, I don't know if I can do that anymore, but. Speed for some reason, as age as you get older, I'm telling you, for for me at least, I'm just like, man, I don't know, I'm a little nervous when it goes uh, a little bit too fast nowadays. I yeah, I had I had my bag up on the deck of the boat, and Scott Scott was like, hey, uh, you might want to put your bag down. And my bag's heavy as shit because I got all this all this crap in there. Uh-huh. And we had our hats on. He's like, yeah, you should probably take your hat off too. Like, oh shit! Basically, just hold down and like. <laughs> Buried the hatches or whatever, whatever the term is, where you gotta just secure everything. Because yeah. man, we went flying. I was nervous. My booty hole was puckered for sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, you're brave, man, to take a picture while you're going that fast, dude. I'm like, shit, dude. I would have been like, knowing me, my phone would have went, would have flown, and then, uh, that would have been my, it. My phone probably would have flew and hit me in the face. That's what I was scared of. I was holding it <laughs> with two hands. But I'm pretty sure all the bass fishermen who listen to this, like, you guys are a bunch of pussies <laughs> <laughs> right now. But, hey, we're, we're we're just slowly getting into it, so it's all good. It's all good, Oh, Whoa, whoa, getting into well, it. I think that's a stretch. I mean, I, I, I don't mind fishing for bass. I'm not that good at it, but it, it's fun. I don't mind fishing for it once in a while, you know, because, I mean, obviously, locally here, I can go pretty quickly to a couple ponds here and, and really target them a little bit. So it's kind of fun for me in that sense that, at least I get the lines wet and, you know, get a chance to kind of learn them a little bit, get a little bit better, learning different techniques. So it's kind of cool on that, too. Mm-hmm. So as far as the fishing went for everybody, it was pretty tough. Mm. Uh, there was three of us in this little derby on Sunday, mm-hmm. and everybody had two fish in the boat. Wow. That is tough. Yeah. So it wasn't just us or it wasn't just me. <laughs> <laughs> All good, man. But. That sounds that sound like a good trip. Uh, I know Scott Scott uh, did, you know, let me know too if, if I had the opportunity to go. I just couldn't. Uh, I was busy with family and everything. So, shout out to Scott on that. Appreciate the invite. Hopefully, hopefully next time uh, I'll be able to get a chance to get out there and and you guys can teach me a thing or two and I can get a little bit better at fishing for bass too. It'd be kind of cool. Um, what else, guy? Mississippi is really cool. Pretty. That- I, yeah, I never fished the Mississippi before, but pretty cool body of water. Did you get a chance to catfish or anything out there? No. Basically, no. we got there, what, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Mm. Went, went fishing, hung out at night. And we, we went out to Destination Outdoors. It's this outdoor shop. Oh, yeah. You t- um, you... But it was pretty They had, like, a Troy, the guy that runs that, he's got so much high-end stuff in there. Uh, the high-end Shimano's, high-end Daiwa's. Oh, holy cow, this is just cool to look at, but I would never spend $500 on a reel or did a rod. You, did you ever ask him, like, okay, so why why does it cost this much? Does it just, does the price justify it, and why is it so much better than, did you get a chance to ask or anything like I, that? It didn't even cross my mind. I just, okay. well, it's the, it's the JDM stuff. Like yeah. the Japanese, I guess they're more rare and I don't know, just cost of production and all that stuff. I don't know. 
I don't really dig in too deep into that stuff, but it's a real nice shop. He's got these big bay doors in the back. He had his boat in there. Mm-hmm. We pushed it out, and the but the bass guys were doing doing flipping games. If you don't know what flipping is, you kind of kind of uh, I don't know. You don't you're kind of casting, but it's kind of a backhand backhand flip. Yeah. And Jake, one of the guys at Drastic Plastic, he made these targets. I don't know how it worked, but basically you try to make it in a hole or don't knock something off and basically you put money on the line. Those guys were doing I wasn't messing around. I wasn't trying to mess, let them steal my money because I never <laughs> flipped, flipped a bait in my entire life. <laughs> I hear it. Hey, speaking of that JDM thing, so I, I talked to my brother-in-law. That, uh, you know how me and you hate so this is the thing. You know how we hate our rods, um, specific rods that have the uh, uh, the hook holder or the um, the jig holder on underneath the reel, right? Yeah, underneath. It's a Japanese thing, and I guess is it in Japan? I guess they typically, actually, I, I, he was telling me he goes, they don't even have freaking hook holders on the rods because a lot of them stylistically they don't like it over there. Most most the uh, uh, people in Japan or even Europe, he said. They actually create. This is a cra- crazy thing. They add, they create add-ons as a, a hook holder. So he was showing me. He goes, mo- most of these rods, these high-end rods and these JDM rods, everything in Japan and in and, and Europe and everything, they don't have hook holders. So people buy a separate thing that they design specifically for the hook holder to put on the rod, because I guess it's got to be a stylistic thing. Because he's like, yeah, none of them have it. It's weird. And then. The ones that, that do have it, they put it underneath the reel that me and you hate. <laughs> oh yeah, at the where the handle is at the bottom. I cannot stand that. You hook yourself? I I don't really hook myself, but my lure or whatever keeps popping off of there all the time. Does it? And when I'm yeah, it pops off of there all the time. If if you put any I don't know any kind of tension or if the tension gets loose. Like if the rear rod tip bends while it's hooked down there, it just pops off. Yeah, I'm, I'm like you said, I, I'm not a fan of it. I've, I've actually grabbed because I grab that spot to usually hold, you know, to move the rod or whatever, and I hook myself a couple times doing that. So I'm like, ah, fudge. So yeah, I never had that problem, but it's annoying right there. It it bugs Agreed. the shit out of me. Agreed, but yeah, I, I found out. I guess it's just a European and Japanese thing that they usually put it underneath the reel. So go figure. I was like, whatever high-end guys i have no idea it's like you know but uh what else you got man what um fishing for us have been well i I finally when i got back into town uh fishing kit myself uh went out with mr hawkeye bass and and we struggled tremendously we were actually we were to the uh, hawkeye bassin show i guess because he was catching it and we were just watching him, so it was interesting because we, we were cha- we were chasing the uh, fish with stripes again, mm-hmm. and I think you guys went out a night or two before, right? I mean, you guys did all right, well, better than we went when I went with y'all. Um, but it was interesting. You guys are saying how the weather pretty much was the same, and it was just like how one day changes, right? Yeah. So the day before me and me and you. You went, uh, uh, the weather was pretty much the same, pretty warm, mostly sunny. Mm-hmm. It was a bit more breezy the day before. Okay. And me and Ryan drove around the whole damn lake and then ended up at our first spot after, I feel like it was three hours or so. We ended up back at the first spot 
And we're like, okay, we're just going to chill here. Because that's usually about wh- where we've been catching stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we'll just chill here and pray that the fish show up. And then before too long, the shad started moving in. Because we drove around the whole lake. We didn't really notice that much shad. But when it got later and the moon came up, it was almost a full moon. And the shad, it looked like the shad were swimming towards the moon. Mm-hmm. You could see them if you... If you were looking out from the shore, uh, it looked like schools, like waves and waves of shad were swimming towards the shore. That's- and my theory is that they were s- swimming towards the moon because the moon was in that direction. And the whole lake, like you just look across, like you just see all these shads swimming towards the towards the direction of the moon. And then the fish weren't too far behind. How big were the shad? Did you get a chance to see them yet? Are they gaining size yet or still? Kind yeah, of they're small? bigger. They're like the size of our spoons now. Okay. Because before when me and you went, yeah. uh, they, were, they were like not even an inch. They were tiny. Cool. So hopefully, because you you're, you're mentioning, uh, I think, or you and Ryan, you guys, I think you guys are saying maybe in a couple weeks, actually a month from back then, you guys are like, yep, the shad will be nice and plump. And uh, that will be time when you're thinking the uh, the wipers, the white bass will be feeding pretty good, right? You think? That's what we thought, but we were wrong because we barely saw anything busting bait. And yeah. then when you went, we saw a couple fish at the beginning. We didn't even see any shad on the surface the mm-hmm. whole time. But and I then think Ryan ended think, up catching a few fish. But yeah, but I think you you, you mentioned. Um, I didn't believe you. I'm like, whatever, man. Shad swim towards the moon. But you're right. The so the moon came up super late that the night that I went, and nothing. There was no shad movement until the sun came up. You're right. But then by that time, it was so late already. Sun was down. It was super dark. So technically, there was like no white, you know, wipers or white bass busting at all. I don't think anything busted at night, did it for us at that night? And you mean when the moon came up? You said yeah. when the sun came up. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, when the when the moon came up, and that's when we started. You were like, "Hey, there's the shad," because then you're like, "Yeah," because the moon is finally up. But then by that yeah. time, it was so dark. It was like, yeah, it was weird. Between the day before and the day we went back to back days, the moon came out. I want to say half an hour later than it did the other day. And that's why I don't think we caught as much fish because the shad didn't start moving in till way later. And even then they didn't go all the way to shore when it was just me and Ryan. They were they were staying on top, swimming all the way to shore and yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah, it was the day before. And the day that you went, they were coming towards the shore, but then they would just disappear. They didn't even make it to the boat. Yeah. I mean everything that Ryan caught, I think it was like deep right i believe yep. he, he, off yeah, the he, bottom off the bottom so he was um they were just they weren't active either they just weren't really active because he even said well, well at least what what ryan was telling us that what he was doing was he's technically just we were kind of just trolling which he was just holding his rod and just kind of letting his uh lure and bounce off we the weren't bottom. even trolling because we yeah. were just it was sitting a- there and just dragging baits on the bottom i don't i wouldn't yeah. control consider yeah. that trolling no you're right and Next thing you know, he was like fish on every time. I'm like, gosh, dang it! I kept looking at you guys. I was the only one that got skunked, by the way. At least Kit got a freaking blind walleye, and then you know, I was just like, God, I couldn't even catch a. I think I got like maybe a bite, or it could have been just like a, 
could have been a snag that I thought it was a bite. I mean, in reality, I didn't catch anything that day. I didn't even get a bite. I was just like, I was long-faced that night for sure. And then, you know, this is me, you know, praying to the gout gods. Like, you guys gave me gout. Let me catch a damn fish. And that shit didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed a couple fish. And from what Ryan was saying, they were binding super, super light and had – and. Yeah, the two bites that I had, they were super, super light. I think they were bar- barely just, you know, nipping at it, mm. and they didn't get the hook. But, man, it's weird. It's so weird. They should be going crazy on the shad right now, but they're not. So hopefully in the next, I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get back out there, and hopefully we can uh, um, find out, like, figure them out. Actually, not even find out. Figure them out a little bit, hopefully this year. And like I said, I think I think we needed a secret bait. Your secret, your guys' secret bait. I think that that possibly could have been could have been the uh, game changer. Yeah, we might have to start dragging some secret bait on the bottom. I agree. We'll have to try that, and we'll try that next time. Hopefully, we get a chance to get back out. Uh, shout out to Ryan again. Thank you for inviting us to uh, get on the the boat a little bit and um, get us because I couldn't walk. I'm not. I can't shore fish. I mean, today today might be the first day that, like I said, my foot is close to about ninety percent. So I might be able to put about 90% of my weight on my foot now. So I'm hoping by the end of this weekend or this weekend that I get out and um, fly fish and fish whatever. Still need to do that, Kit. That was my goal to catch a uh, wiper on my fly fly rod. Uh, just speaking of that, I'm going to swing by tomorrow. I think I'm going to try and swing by uh, Rod and Rivet and pick up some some lures and some flies there. I think uh, I spoke with, the, with Kirby out there, and he's going to hook me up at least with some specific uh lures that he said a lot of people saying they're having good good uh i guess you can say good results in regards to chasing wipers with so i'll let you know pick up an extra couple for me for sure will do man uh i'll swing by out there and then and then like i said guys uh i am i'm really okay you gotta get your fly rod out come on man we gotta do this we gotta do like a fly rod competition i might have a chance against against you then because you don't fly fish So we we should do like a little competition, me and you, fly fishing for white bass, whatever the case may be. We can do it on the river. I think we might have. A Let's put a beer on it. Ah, oh, you bastard! <laughs> but I, I I might have to do a seltzer. Nah, man, this is beer fish seltzer. fanatics. I'll take uh, a beer, man. I, hey, I'm man enough. I'll, I'll take the paint. Oh, actually, man, the paint still sucks. But I, 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 is moderation. I'll, I'll I'll do maybe one beer. I, I don't know if I can slam anymore, dude. I don't know if I can slam anymore. I'll, I'll have to pace it and. Like I said, everything's in moderation at this point because, like I said, gout sucks, guys. Um, yeah. But yeah, we I can don't do like that. I don't like slamming beer, anyways. There you go. We can do that. We can definitely put a beer on the line, uh, and we'll we'll do either. We can do we we can do like first fish, biggest fish, and most fish. Three. Sure. There we go. That 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 would be a good play. And then we'll do fly fishing. It'll be fun. Yeah, but, I gotta dust off my old fly rod. Yeah, but no, um, I'm excited, man. I, I, I've been I've been working on it. I, I have a new video, I think, uh, coming out on uh, the channel probably next week. I'll probably release it next week for sure. Uh, it's it's me fly fishing for some bait, and it worked. I caught a couple, I think one or two, and then just getting some large rods. So it was kind of fun, man. I'm getting a little bit better at it. Just still, still figuring out the follow through, man. I don't know if you know about that, but I guess there's a I should YouTube it a little bit more, but I, I believe there's like a specific follow through to make it land nicer or something like that. Probably. I yeah, I have no Probably. idea. I need practice on that a little bit more. 
So we'll see. Uh, any other trips you got coming up, guy? That you can think of or you're planning on? Well, we talked about our down south trip already, right? Planning um, on going. I think so. I think we, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, we mentioned it. I think uh, Fishing Kit myself, I think we confirm we're going to be uh, meeting with the my in-laws again from Denver. I think a couple of them. And we're going to be doing that. Because I confirmed with them, too. They're they're all in. Most of them, I think. And they'll meet us down south. We'll do um, a little trip, you know, that we normally do. And hopefully, I think Fishing Kit's going to take, you can take a week or something. You're going to be hit, you're, you're going to be doing a little mini tour, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to do a tour. I'm going to go target stripers and blue cats. Nice. So stay tuned to this channel, guys. Make sure you guys check out uh, Fishing Kits channel. Yeah, you should you should do like a uh, montage video of it, like a couple, a week or two weeks. So whatever the case may be of you doing that trip, it would be kind of cool. Hopefully, maybe you catch a lot. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do a series of videos or not. I'll just, yeah, because I got to figure out my scheduling. Um, I'm I'm pretty loaded with videos. I got to figure out how I'm going to schedule everything. All right. It's a good issue to have, like you said. Yeah, I mean, I still, I haven't filled out the rest of the year yet. Uh, I want to start posting ice fishing videos. Uh, let me see. Let me look at my schedule, my video schedule. So I think I want to publish my first ice fishing video on sometime in December, before Christmas for sure. Uh, you, should, you should do it around Thanksgiving, guy. Eh? Yeah, but I don't want to run into a situation where I... I won't have any videos because we might not get ice yeah. until middle of January or something that I won't be have. I don't have enough videos to fill Thanksgiving through December through <laughs> middle of January. Very true. Very true on that. So, no, that definitely makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of people posting up a little bit and they're, I think people are, are, are sick and tired of the heat right now. There's been a nasty heat wave, I think, all across America, actually. Because when I was in Denver, bro, I'm telling you, man, this shit was, like, blazing hot. Thank goodness they don't have humidity there like we do here. Because, boy, I don't think – I was like, man, I was I was dying. But luckily, like I said, I had gout, so I stayed inside the A.C. most of the time. But, yeah, I'm uh, telling you. The, the silver lining. The silver lining, exactly. But – uh, I, I've seen a lot of people super excited about ice fishing already, and it's August. I'm like, that's kind of, kind of crazy. Think about it, but I think everybody's looking forward to that. So we'll see. We'll have to, you know what? What we'll actually do is, uh, we'll we'll see if we can get some ice fishing guys on uh, before the the season starts. We'll talk to. Uh, I think uh, Saki Fishing is moving, I believe. So uh, everybody, make sure. I think he's doing a moving sale too. So I don't know when. Whenever we release this video, make sure you guys check it out. Hopefully the the he he's having a moving sale. So if you guys are interested in rods, lures, whatever, I don't know what he's got for sale. Do you know? I think it's just through this weekend, so by the time this comes out, it'll be over. Oh, gotcha. All right. Well, if you guys want anything else, make sure you guys check out Sean anyway. But he is moving. Not far. I think he's just moving up north a little bit from here, from where they yeah, live. Just, just like north of town or yeah. north of where he's at. Not terribly far. Still in town. Yeah. And we'll grab him before the ice fishing well, season start. We'll talk to him a little bit and uh, everybody else. But we still got the fall bite. I'm hoping because we didn't really have a really good – spring bite i felt like i felt like it just went from winter to summer instantly so i'm hoping we have a decent fall bite uh, uh i don't know what you're talking about my spring was awesome <laughs> well, I, I, see but that's the thing i think it went straight to summer for you like for us weather wise and you were just catching like i don't know yeah. i was catching I, I wasn't fishing i was catching for a little bit there yeah you were so i mean 
I don't know. For me, I think there's a lot of people that struggle like me, man. I don't know. I felt that way because everybody like, man, spring sucked. It's spring. There was no crappie spawn and blah, blah, blah. Everybody's like, it's been a rough spring and then just went straight to summer. Felt like we got like two weeks of spring at best. But I hope, like I said, hope, hopefully the fall bike. Last fall was good for me. At least chasing the uh, the eyes. So last that was. Fall, uh, I don't think it was very good for me. Yeah, you said it. You were like, the heck? But then you, I think you made up for it for this year, this spring for sure. So that was Oh, yeah. Time. I haven't even. I haven't even published the freaking banger of banger days. Jeez, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, uh, I'm excited. I, I I think this weekend I might be chasing uh, a different species that I haven't chased yet this year. So uh, stay tuned. I don't want to, you know, jinx myself and not catch anything and talk about it and then suck again. So hopefully, hopefully I'm, I'm chasing something different this weekend. So we'll see how that does. I'll probably be chasing it with my fly rod too. I ain't conventional. I'll, I'll do a little bit of both. I like it. I don't mind it. I didn't even get out my casting rod out this year, which is weird. I don't know. I I didn't really get it out until I think we hopped on Ryan's boat a few weeks ago, and then mm-hmm. I was using my casting rod uh, when I went to Wisconsin, and I used it a little bit more when we hopped back on Ryan's boat. Basically, it's been a boat affair for me. This year? Yeah. But I guess... I do have one video where I'm using a casting rod and throwing spoons, catching some white bass. There you go. I still got to edit that. I got a lot of videos to edit. Must be nice. Good problem. Good problem. Great, Rob. Speaking of videos, did uh, Butters went with you, right? Up to Wisconsin and everything. And yep. uh, how's he doing? Is he is he recording yet? Because I, I, hopefully he's listening to this. Are you recording? I, I hope you're recording. I mean... It, Hopefully he's getting out there and, and and getting his content built up. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's recording. Cool. He he hasn't started editing anything yet, though. I don't think. Okay. So stay tuned to that. Hopefully, yeah, he, I don't uh, even know what uh, his channel is going to be. What it's called. We'll get him on once he's ready to launch it. We'll do that. We'll yeah. get him on. Get him nice and liquored up or beard up. <laughs> That'll be fun. It's good. Yeah, he he uh he landed one fish in Wisconsin, I think, or maybe two fish. Nice. Yeah, so he struggled just like me. I actually ended up catching twenty bass Ooh. at the end. Interesting. Not but bad. they were not enough to make it into our derby. They didn't <laughs> qualify in our derby. Hey, but at least you didn't get skunked. Yeah. There you go, guy. Oh. Ain't gonna lie, having a having a fish blow up on the frog is pretty dang cool. That is pretty cool. So, uh, I know we're not gonna mention bodies of water, but I spoke with our buddy uh, from down south, Ernesto, and he told me because you know the fish that I ended up losing, and that fish was brought over from the other body of water that you're gonna be fishing. He told oh, me that's he, why they're in there. And that's why they're that big because I told him the size, you know, he he saw the picture and I told him the size of it. He goes, "Well, for it to be that big cuz he said the last time they stocked it with those original stripers was just recently, like maybe a couple years ago," he said. And he said by the size of that fish and you know and everything, he goes, "They literally just brought a few, I think what do you call those fish? Like broads or something like that, bro. I don't know. He I broads are are chicks, you know. Well, yes, 
not brats. I think it. Oh, all right. We'll have to get him on a pod. Freaking brood, dude. Brood. Oh. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What? Why do you just correct me? Why do you gotta? Because <laughs> I had to let you embarrass yourself. For a minute, <laughs> you know I don't get embarrassed, man. I have enough uh, self confidence, and I, I don't get embarrassed, guy. I mean, I, I really sure, don't. Sure. I don't. I mean, I get embarrassed a little <laughs> bit, but I, I really don't because I don't know. But I don't know, man. That's how I'm learning. So now I know I'll call it broods. <laughs> yeah, but brood. He did tell me broods were stocked there in May. So it was a month right before we got went there. So he goes, "That's the ones you guys were that I." So they just started stocking that lake with them too. I don't know how much, but he looked at he he because when I told him, you know what happened, he said he looked it up. He goes, "Yeah, they brought it from the lake that you know you're gonna go for the the blues. They brought it from there the broods, in May to that to the to the lake that we're fishing at." Right. So he goes, that's probably what you were catching at that size. I don't know how more, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. He, he's going to look at his schedule if he can meet us down there so we can talk to him a little bit more about that. Maybe get an idea of, you know, what what their mindset is of, of are they going to be stock, doing that more often or not, you know what I mean, for that body of water. Because yeah. that would be pretty damn cool. Yeah, Ernesto's pretty cool. Yeah, he is. He's a cool cat. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully, I mean, and cross, everybody cross your fingers. We can get him. He has uh, amazing knowledge, uh, and, and he's entertaining. But I think his knowledge base is definitely something that um, we would love to to pick his brain a little bit more about for sure. And especially because fishing kid myself, we we go down to his location area quite a bit to fish. So it'd be kind of cool to kind of get a little four one one on everything what's going on down there, and then he can kind of give us a little advice here and there because. That was kind of, you know, that was kind of cool information tidbits that he gave me. I'm like, oh, really? You know, just good info. I like to know. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, make sure he brings me a few broads, too. Oh, nice. Dude, <laughs> you're going to get me killed on this episode, bro. <laughs> broods. Hey, man. I, thought, it, it, I don't know, man. All right, it's broads. Broads, broods, my bad. <laughs> Thanks, Kit. <laughs> English is hard, I guess. Oh, jackass. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Other than that, uh, hey, we need to get together. Uh, we need to figure something out. I, I, I still, I was kind of looking at the schedule, guy. Uh, I'm thinking late September. Hopefully, we'll see. I don't know. It might be because we're going to be in down south ready in September. Uh, it might have to be early October. if we, We're looking to possibly still do a cleanup in central Iowa here. And I'll have to get with fishing kit, but I, I I definitely want to make this happen and trying to make it you know once a year thing. So for BFF and our listeners and just people you know locally fishermen and just anybody who wants to help clean up uh, the local fishing area that uh, I think we're I think fishing kit myself are talking we'll probably most likely do Sailorville this year and yeah. we'll figure something out. So stay tuned, guys. We'll we'll definitely give you guys a little bit more information. Come out, um, have some fun with us, maybe fish and. Maybe do some giveaways and then um, just clean up a little bit because I know that place is pretty dirty. So we'll see. It's other than downtown. Actually, I don't even know. Well, certain areas of downtown are pretty, pretty bad. But as far as public fishing areas, that's probably the worst. I agree. So we'll, I mean, everything, every little bit can help. It's a good fishing uh, fishery. 
there. So, I mean, let's try and keep it as clean as possible. And we can get out there and help. I'm pretty sure we'll have uh, plenty of trash bags. And hopefully get a you know plentiful of people to help. So, it would be kind of nice to do that. So, so stay tuned on that. Uh, anything else, Guy, that you want to oh, speak of? Was I kept a wiper the other day. Oh, how'd that go? Um, so we finally got into the wipers, a few wipers the other day, me and Ryan, that day when the shads were swimming towards the moon or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I ended up hooking a, a wiper pretty deep. It wasn't in the gill, but as I was trying to unhook it and stuff, uh, it was fl- freaking out and the, I think the hook popped out and then got underneath the gill and then it started freaking out. I think it ended up ripping one of the gills and because it, it was bleeding pretty bad. Yeah. And when I put it in the water, there was puffs of blood coming out. I'm like, okay, this fish ain't going to make it. So I guess I got to keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably could have done a better job handling the fish, but it, it happens. I I mean, it happens. And I cleaned it, was it yesterday? And holy shit, they got a lot of red meat. I, I couldn't believe how much red meat that was. Did you see the, my post? I saw your picture? post. It didn't even look like a, a, a wiper. It looked like a, uh, whatchamacallit. Like a, I don't know. Uh, what has a lot of blood in, or a lot of red meat in it? I think buffalo has a bunch of red meat. Why was it so red? Do you know? Mm, I guess that's just how they are. I, okay. Well, you guys know, I don't keep wipers that big. It was just short of five pounds. I weighed it before I cleaned it. Uh-huh. And when I when I took it off the skin, flipped it over, I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize how much red meat they got because, <laughs> like I said, I don't really keep wipers yeah. that big. I'll keep a two-pounder or something. And when I flayed that fish, I was like, holy cow. I ended up trimming off all that red stuff. And, yeah, it was, man, it was crazy. Well, I mean, red, okay. So just so I list, you know, anybody, red meat's edible. Don't get me wrong. You can eat it, but it makes it not taste as good. Correct? Yeah, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah. It's edible. If you ask any of the OGs, they were just like, what the hell are you doing? You're wasting meat, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. they got the third world mentality, man. You don't waste meat. Very true. And then once Whether you cook the it, once you cook that red meat anyway, it turns to like what is it, like grayish kind of yeah, dark that dark color. gray yeah, the dark gray stuff. It's just not not that. It's not as tasteful, obviously, but yeah, I'm telling you, dude. OGs have been they would have kicked your ass. They've been like, what are you? They like doing? that stuff though. Yeah, they do, but they've been like, what are you doing? That's the best part of the fish. That's all the meat, man. <laughs> they, they probably would say that, like, exactly. oh man. But no, you're right. No, uh, once the uh, the wipers when they get to a certain size, kit, you're right. They it's a lot of red. It's a lot of that red meat on there, man. I mean, that's why mostly if you're gonna eat it that way. Oh, I don't know how how did you end up? You flayed it. And how did you eat it? Just battered and fried. It or? is. It is still soaking in salt water in my fridge oh. right now. Okay. Uh, um, I might make spring rolls or something with it. That, I don't that, know. That's what I was gonna say. That'll probably be your best bet to 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 help the taste of it. I think. I guess. But yeah, I, I that's what we would do. We'd probably just do fish wrap with it. I mean, just because you got so many herbs, so many different flavors that go along with to help kill that taste of uh, that, that red meat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I it it still surprised me as as. As many of those fish I catch, I do not keep very many of them. Yeah. 
And I keep I'll keep white bass and stuff. I'll keep smaller white bass, you know, one, maybe two pound white bass I'll keep. Uh, but if it's a pound or so, I fillet it. I don't even trim off the red meat because it's not that much. Mm-hmm. But man, I couldn't imagine a ten pound fish. That red meat's probably like this thick on there. Well, the people who do kept keep the ten I don't know, man, let us know. If you keep the ten pound I mean, the only thing I could think of is you, you got to eat that meat. You're not going to cut that all off because that's, that's like half of the fish at that point, right? Well, people cut people cut that stuff off. Even at that size? It's like any other meat. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it's such a wasteful, though. I mean, if, I, I don't know. I guess you're right. You know, it's whatever. They can do whatever they want to do with it. I mean, it's within their, their right. But I don't know. I've never caught a 10 pounds. I've never caught a 10 pounds, so. Well, I never cooked a 10-pound wiper. <laughs> I've caught ten pound wipers. Never cooked one. I don't know. If, yeah, I've never caught one, so I can't cook one if I never caught one. Mm. So, not like not saying I would. Anyways, I'd be. I if I caught a double digit wiper, guarantee I'm releasing it because I'd be too damn excited. Because that would be the that would be my PB. Honestly, I never caught a double digit one, so I'd be like, yep, yeah, I'll probably most likely let this guy go. You know, my PB. I'd be excited. I, I'll eat a. A striper that's ten pounds though. Why is that? Because I never ate one before. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get one. See, well, the thing is, the lake that I'm going to, there is a. I don't know what the size limit is, but there, it seems pretty big. So it's going to be a pretty big fish. I want to say at least five pounds, if not bigger. I'll have to look at the regulations on what the minimum length is and try to. Look at some conversion chart. Try to give a estimated weight, but it's a it's a pretty big fish for the minimum because okay, stripers in a landlocked lake isn't very common. Nope. So I think the the limit's kind of big, like high twenties. I want to say it's like twenty eight inches of minimum or something. That would be a big fish. And that that part, yeah, that's probably at least a five pound fish for sure. At least. Hey, you and know what? if I don't like it, <laughs> it's only one way to find out. So, well, you got to catch it first. So I hope you do, man, because I hope one of us d- does again. Well, my sister-in-law, she smoked us, everybody, last trip. So, I mean, that was even before we got there. So she, she had to catch those 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 broods. Uh, yes, broods. So she, she probably caught all those. Uh, hopefully, hopefully one, uh, one of us gets on it again. Hopefully I redeem myself. I mean, that was, yeah, just hopefully, hopefully. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I catch one in my lifetime again. I, I that wasn't my one and done deal. Hopefully, mm. hope not. If I don't catch any at the lake that we're all hanging out at, uh-huh. hopefully, I can catch it where they're getting these brood stock from. There we go. Well, like I said, uh, hopefully, we get the man uh, that knows the information down there, and we'll, we'll talk to him a little bit about that, and um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Should be. F- Stay tuned to us. Uh, I think we're doing that in September, guys. So make sure you guys stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll try to get an episode recorded down there. Last time we tried to get an episode recorded, uh, beverages got in the way. <laughs> so we'll see if we can. Uh, since since it, it, it may be a seltzer, most you know, primarily seltzer trip um, for most of us. We'll see. We'll see if I can. Uh, we can get an episode recorded down there this time. So we'll see what we can do for you guys on that. It'll be fun, man. Uh, and then I think that's about it. Um, you going fishing today, right, guy? You going? Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. Well, we're, I'm going fishing. I just, I'm just not sure what we're targeting. Gotcha. I think me and Bo are gonna go out a little bit later, try to catch 
probably white bass, wipers, catfish. Okay. Well, let me know how you do. Uh, we'll see. And stay tuned, everybody. We'll see when we can grab Bo on. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Why don't you guys go fish? Let me know how you guys do. We'll, we'll do a mini recap if we get a chance to grab Bo. Haven't talked to him in a while. And uh, see how things are going for him. I know he's been trying to get out and fish a lot if he could. I know his, his life is going to be changing here pretty soon. So he better get out and fish as much as he can, my friend. Yeah, he's a busy guy redoing the house. He's having a baby soon, and they had some stuff going on last week in their family. For sure. So so we'll see. Um, anything else, guy? Not that I can think of. Hopefully I catch some fish tonight. I think we're going to try to cook, cook fish out there, too. Okay. So that'll be fun. Keep, uh, if you catch, well, I have, nah, you catch crappies, keep some for me. So I, I, I have, we part. I have like a catfish in the freezer. I'm still going to, I'm going to cook here pretty soon. And then I got some fillets left over, some white bass fillets I caught. And then, um, been craving crappie for some damn reason. So I don't know if you, if you have any luck catching crappies. If you do, let me know, brother. I'll swing um, by. I'll swing by. <laughs> I'm not really going to target crappies. So. I know you won't. Don't 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 need bait. Oh, how's your bait going? Bait tank. <laughs> before we end the night, how's your bait tank going, guy? Uh, there is no bait in there currently. Wow, fill it up. But I, I never, I haven't had a one casualty yet. So that's something. That's and the water is crystal clear. There Water's still crystal clear. Well, probably because there's no fish in there, and that's why it's clear. But <laughs> I need a, I need to put fish in there soon before all my bacteria die because they're gonna starve. Gotcha. I guess, I guess technically, I could. It might sound gross, but put pee in a cup and then put it in there because <laughs> the fish pee, the fish pee in the water and the bacteria oh, eat it. I, no, you're right. It's <laughs> right, technically. I, I don't know about human urine, though, or is it the same? The bacteria don't care. It's not like I'm going to drink that water. <laughs> All right. So this episode, we're going to title this Fishing Kit Pees in His Bait Tank. <laughs> Should I pee in my bait tank? Should, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. We'll, we'll label this one. Should Fishing Kit Pee in His Bait Tank? Question mark, question mark. Well, if you do it, let me know. <laughs> let I'll me probably know. just put some old bread or chips or something in there. There you go, guy. Too funny, dude. I no, probably just, won't. I probably won't pee in there. Just pee in it. Just do it. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> if you got nothing else. Uh, anyways, everybody, you guys listened this far. Uh, appreciate. Been seeing a lot of reviews. Because I guess Spotify. Spotify, you guys can click on the reviews now, too. So appreciate that. Please do set a review for us. Uh, much appreciate that. Same thing with the iTunes listeners. Haven't seen too much people leaving reviews for a while there. So if you guys can, if you listen on iTunes, feel free to leave a review. And don't forget, go check out Mr. Fishing Kit's YouTube channel. Uh, he posts his videos every Wednesday. And he, he catches some pretty cool fish, guys. Uh, every Pretty much fish with stripes, catfish. This guy catches everything. So make sure you guys go check out the channel there. Don't forget, check out my pot fishing. I do videos every two weeks because that's the only time allowed for me. But hey, at least I can commit to that. So mm. is what it is. But other than that, guys, appreciate you guys listening to this far. Uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff coming up in the next couple weeks. So till next time, guys. All right, see you, everybody.